Praise the Lord, my friends. Thank you so much for joining this podcast, the podcast of D.A. Smith Ministries. It is my prayer that the word of God that you hear today will bless you, empower you, and encourage you. Listen in to the word of God as it is taught and or preached and enjoy this podcast. God bless you. I want to talk uh, from the thought, the topic this morning, watch and pray. That's our topic. That's our uh, thought for this Christian education lesson on this morning. Watch and pray. If you will go with me in prayer and then we'll get into the word of the Lord. Father, we thank you this morning for those who are assembled at this hour. Lord, we ask you that you open up your word. Give us understanding. Lord, now give me clarity of thought and speech as I stand to declare your word. Thank you for a fresh anointing. In Jesus' name, amen. Watch and pray. Watch and pray. Now, let us uh, go begin here in Matthew chapter 26. That's where we want to uh, begin. Matthew 26. And I want to look at verse 41. Watch and pray. Matthew 26, verse number 41. And it says, watch and pray. This is Jesus talking. Watch and pray that ye enter not into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. Watch and pray that ye enter not into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. So we look at these words and we're trying to see what was Jesus talking about here. What what is going on here and we see that Peter James and John these were three disciples that oftentimes you see Jesus kept closer to him out of the twelve you notice that in certain occasions certain situations he would carry these three with him certain experiences he would carry these three with him Peter James and John it's not that uh, they were better than the other nine or anything like that but it was his decision it was his choice because of maybe what is taking place or the nature of the assignment, I need these three 
to be with me. I need these three to be in the room. And you know, that's interesting because sometimes as uh, believers, even as churchgoers, we get offended because we're not always selected for certain things. We're not always selected for appointed for certain, to be in certain rooms at certain times. And it's not that the ones that are selected or the ones that are chosen are, are better than us. But we have to understand that the Lord always knows best. And sometimes because of the weight of the assignment, and the weight of what's going on. He knows what we can bear. And oftentimes we get in a, a spirit of, of jealousy. And even covetousness. Because we want what others have. And we want to be in the place and position that they're in. But you don't know what it takes. To be and to walk in those shoes. No doubt the other nine disciples sometime would probably have questioned. Why are you taking Peter, James, and John? But they didn't know that some of the things they had to see and experience maybe was overwhelming. Be careful. What you're jealous of. Be careful. And sometimes we get jealous looking at other people's stuff. I don't know why I'm saying this this morning. Other people's cars, and you don't know, they're parking it at their aunt's house to keep it from getting snatched. <laughs> and we're jealous. You don't know what's going on. We see... Peter, James, and John here. Here they are. They're with Jesus. Jesus had just gone through an ordeal with one of the other disciples, Judas. Judas had just put him through something. Judas had let the devil use him to betray Jesus. And now Jesus knew that because Judas had the intel information about where Jesus would move and where he would go, it was just a matter of time that Judas was going to give him up where he was. And so he began to get heavy in his spirit. He began to get weary. Just an overwhelming grief, overwhelming sorrow came over him. He was burdened. He was real heavy. I told you a few weeks ago, the pangs and the grief that you feel is not nothing Jesus hadn't been through. These emotions that we feel in our hum, human life, the Lord felt them. We have not a high priest. Who cannot be touched by the feeling of our infirmities. But he was 
in the same manner he was experienced these things, but yet without sin. He was without sin. He didn't he didn't go as to far as to sin, but he felt the same things we feel. So here he was, he was feeling the weight of all that was getting ready to happen. Because though he knew his assignment on earth was to redeem man, and how was he going to redeem man? He was going to have to die. And how was he going to have to die? He's going to have to die a gruesome, painful, excruciating death in his humanity. He didn't want to have to go through that. Who would? I mean, we all got to die, right? But who wants to who wants to live knowing that you're going to have to die like that? <laughs> Most of us, if we had a choice, we'd want to die a peaceful, just let me go in my sleep. Or let me go easy. Let me go quickly. But Jesus knew this not was, was not the way it was going to be. So he had this weight. On him. So he, he said, I need to go and pray. Because oh, if I pray, maybe this weight will get lighter on me. That's what prayer does when you burden. You know that song that said, uh, What a friend we have in Jesus, all of our sins and griefs to bear. What it is, a privilege it is to carry everything to God in prayer. Prayer does that. Prayer will make your burden feel lighter. <laughs> Even if the burden is not light, in that the burden is still there, the problem may still be there for God to resolve. The weight of it will feel lighter. Come unto me, all ye that are laden and heavy laden, I will give you rest. Take my yoke and pun and learn of me. My burden is easy. So he said, Peter, James, John, I want you to go with me now. I'm getting ready to go in this little place here off. I want you to go with me. And I want you to watch with me. I want you to stand guard. Stand guard. I want you to stay awake, be alert, and I want you to watch with me. I want you to watch with me. I want you to, I even want you to intercede. I want you to pray. I want you to pray. I want you to stand guard, just watch out. You know, this was, it was at a time where you had, at night you had to be alert what was going on. I want you to To be alert, but at the same time, I want you to be prayerful. So he went off to pray. He cried. He came back one hour later. One hour now. They was knocked out. One hour, he came back. Peter, James, and John was knocked 
out. I mean, gone. <laughs> Sleep. But listen, this is interesting. What does Jesus say? He does, what does he say? Not to James. Not to John. But what does he say to Peter? It's interesting. He, he, he deals with Peter. See, Peter, even out of James and John, Peter had a little bit of a closer connection and had to bear more of the weight and the assignment. Because remember Peter? He had revelation. Peter was given the keys. Peter was one of the special uh, ones that had insight. What does he say to Peter? What could you not watch with me one hour? He says, watch and pray that you enter not into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. Now, all of the disciples should have taken heed. All of the disciples should have been praying. All of the disciples should have been alert. But especially Peter, they should have done what he asked them to do. Should have caught the revelation. Because if they had a, some other events wouldn't have taken place. Especially in the life of Peter. Because... If Peter had have done what Jesus said do and asked him to do, be alert, be prayerful, be alert just as if he was at night. Uh, and when he said be watch, he mean be alert, like with all your senses wide open. Being very, very alert. You know, because if you're at, at nighttime and you can't, See as well, so you're trying to hear more. You're trying to feel around more. That's how alert they needed to be. If he'd been that alert and been prayerful, he wouldn't have got caught up into temptation. What was the temptation he got caught up? Read verse number 51. Here, we see that finally the cheap read, they caught up with Jesus. They caught up with Jesus. They caught up with him. And they were getting ready to arrest him. Peter, with his unprayed self, Peter, with his, his, his uh, sensitive self, because he was, he was not prayed up, this is what happened. Behold, verse 51, one of them which was with Jesus, stretched out his hand, this is Peter, and drew his sword and struck a servant of the high priest and smote off his ear. Peter acted out of his what? Flesh. And cut the man's ear off. <laughs> what Jesus say in verse 52? Jesus said, uh, Jesus said unto him, put again thy sword into his place, Peter. Put your sword up. Put the sword up. 
For all that take the sword shall perish with the sword. If I need to be saved from these people, I can be saved from these people. Put the sword down, Peter. (laughs) But if Peter had been doing what Jesus said, watch, be alert. Meaning, even spiritually, be alert. Be prayerful. He would not have been so easy to have gotten caught off guard with his emotion. So I want to ask us the question this morning. Are we watching and are we praying? Are we aware of what's going on and are we praying about it? <laughs> are we are we sleep? Are we watching and are we praying about what's going on or are we asleep? Look at Romans 13 and 11. Praise the name of our Lord. Paul says here, and that knowing the time, that now it is high time to awake out of sleep. For now is our salvation nearer than we believe. Listen, this is not the time to be sleep spiritually. Reason why? Because we are living in a day of trouble. We are living in the last days. We're living in the days that Paul spoke of in 2 Timothy chapter 3. Look at it. 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse number 1. 2 Timothy Chapter 3, verse number 1 says, This know also that in the last days perilous times shall come. Hello, here we are. (laughs) Are you awoke? This is no time to be asleep. Did you see the news Wednesday? Did you see that the capital of the United States was breached? That people were sitting in seats of authority that they don't have no the don't have the authority to sit in? Do you see that the leader of the country incited violence and then sat back and watched it unfold? Do you see that senators stirred the pot? (laughs) 
Do you see that people are living in a cult-like mentality, following a cult-like leader to the point they don't care if they are on video, that matter of fact, they're videoing themselves. All at their job. They're videoing themselves. Look at me. With my leg on the desk. Look at me. This is, this is the day that we're in. And this is the time now to not just be prayerful, but to be alert. See, many times we're good at doing one, but not the other. Lord Jesus, Lord, we need you. We can pray, but we're not watching. We're not alert. Oh, no, I ain't going to, I don't want to see that. Lord, no. Mm-mm. You need to see what's going on so you can know what to pray for. You need to have your spiritual senses open, your discernment open, your line of connection open to God. You need to have your spiritual discernment wide open so you can see what's happening, so you can then pray and intercede. And maybe if you pray before, it won't happen. Sometimes God can show you before a thing happens and you can intercept it. But you got to be alert. Got to watch and pray. Got to watch and pray. I'm reminded of this. This It's not a story. It actually happened. You may have heard me talk about it. There were these church mothers. They gathered for Friday night prayer. Thank you, Jesus. They gathered for Friday night prayer. And oh, Lord, they was on the altar. All of them was on the altar praying, calling on Jesus, praying, praying. They was down on the knees praying. Nothing wrong with that because Lord knows we need it. They were praying, but not one of them was watching. While they was down there praying, somebody came in through the back door, front of the church, front door of the church, and got in all of them pocketbooks. And was just having a field day. By the time they got through praying, they realized he took all their money. Well, they prayed, but they sure wasn't watching. <laughs> I say that. In a natural sense, that happened, but but it, it can be applied. You got to do both. You got to watch. You got to pray. got to pray, and you got to watch. got to be alert. I got to know what's going on. I got to see what's happening. Hmm? Can't be so deep that I can't open my eyes and see 
what's happening in the world. The things that are trying to infiltrate the church, trying to infiltrate the lives of believers, even humankind, period. Oh, my goodness. And let me say this. I'm very happy that certain progression has the potential to be made from a political standpoint. But we better be watchful. And we better be prayerful. We better be watchful. And we better be prayerful. Because there are some agendas that are just as contrary to the word of God as they can be. Watch and pray. Watch and pray. Let's take this word and let's just check ourselves, make sure that we are aware. Aware of what's going on spiritually, even naturally. Make sure we can sense when what's going on and even spiritually, maybe sometime you can feel evil presence. You can feel the devil moving in things. How many have been there? You you can sense, okay, this is the devil right here. Uh-huh. You can sense the difference between the devil and somebody's personality. <laughs> That's being alert. That's being watchful. Okay? Now you is just the devil. The devil's working in you. Or got a situation you can tell, that's the devil, I know it, that's him. That's being watchful, that's being alert. And then you know how to pray. Because sometimes we praying against a person, but it ain't the person, it's the devil in the person. And then the opposite can be true. So we just have to be alert, we have to be awake, be sober, be vigilant. Thank you.